Hey guys. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Befumbled. I think I should sing our intro. This should be like a yeah, Disney I think Channel so too. original where the lead. Yeah, the lead has to sing. Yeah. yeah. I'll let you take that. I'm good with that. I'm comfortable with that. That was such an era of like Disney and Nickelodeon. I wonder oh. if they still do that where they make the kids sing the theme. I don't know. I saw a tweet recently that was so annoying. It was like, I'm so glad I got to experience Disney and Nickelodeon when it was elite. And I'm like, y'all do realize that that you don't like it anymore because you're an adult. Exactly. And the dumb humor that you see in the shows now as an adult is the exact same thing they were doing yeah. when we were like, and but when you, you thought watch, that was funny because you were a child. Yeah. And when you watch back on it now, it's not like you're laughing because it's like peak comedy or peak humor it's because it has nostalgia yeah i'm like the people that were 20 when we were eight thought the exact same things you dummies what do you think was the best intro theme disney and nickelodeon Ooh. maybe that's a raven oh Oh, philip future is good that's a raven is up there for me for sure yeah uh Hannah Montana, obviously. Yeah, classic. Underrated. Corey in the House. I don't remember the Corey in the House. It was like, Corey, Corey, Corey in the house. (laughs) It was good. It was good. It's kind of like a, yeah. It was good. It's got a good rhythm to it. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't remember much about the sweet life other than this is the sweet life. Here I am in your life. Oh, wait. That one was really good. Hey, you are in mine. Yeah, no, so we left had some bangers. Um, like the, the welcome to the Tipton. Oh, everything is great. Um, God, okay, still, like, of course, everyone is like, oh, it's so elite. But, like, I hope the kids of today have something that brings them as much joy as um, – the, the crossovers lives. yes the sweet life's high school musical that's crossover. so su- that's so sweet life of hannah montana i think is yes. what it was called yeah but that yeah. one where they'd like perform high school musical and ashley tisdale is everyone oh like, what my gosh i forgot like about that my god that also that episode alone why did the sweet life have so much good music that brought us i've got beef between my teeth <laughs> It would be lost <laughs> if I didn't have lost. So good. Um, so good. Or Je- Jesse was kind of at the end of like our yeah, Disney era. I didn't really but watched great. Yeah, I guess you're a couple years older. Great yeah. soundtrack. That was like right when I was kind of phasing out, is yeah. like when it started. And it ran for a couple seasons. I watched some Jesse with the kids out in Nanny um, or Austin and Allie. Yeah. We were babysitting. I would be like, Put on Austin and Allie, 17 um, years old, watching Ross. Have you? Um, I just lost my train of thought. It had something to do with Austin and Allie. Teen Beach Jessie. movie. So no. good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you rewatched the scene? I don't know. I was going to say, have you rewatched the scene of the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody episode where Zach Efron is yes, on? Yes, I was and just And they're arguing. And like, I had no understanding of it as a child except for that it was hot they made out yeah but when you listen to their dialogue in it she's like he's like you whatever republican you blue-haired liberal it's like what this is a children's show yes 
It is... I That episode is one of, hands down, the best. Formative, absolutely. Formative. Like, I think of Disney Channel shows in my mind, and I'm like, the episode where Zac Efron and... Ashley just don't meet out. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why I moved to Texas. Hmm, hmm. <laughs> Some things to think about about ourselves sure. and how those shows set us up as people. <laughs> um, God, or okay, the Miranda, not the Miranda show, the Lizzie uh, McGuire, the iCarly oh. thing. I know you see, you see, yeah, that's a great one. I have a that on great my iPod. One. Like as what were other song? Nickelodeon shows? Why can't I think of any other um, that were Zoe on at the same time as iCarly? Oh, fuck. Ooh. Dude. Zoe okay. 101 might have been, like, my favorite. And that has a direct correlation to my interest in teen pregnancies, I think. Yeah, definitely. That was formative for you, I would that say. That was formative. I remember driving to school in, like, fifth grade. And they were, like, on the radio, they were, like, she's pregnant. And I was, like, what does this mean for Zoe 101? <laughs> Literally, I was like, "How can a ba- how can a teenager be pregnant? That she's not married and she's not a grown up. Also, what does this mean for Zoe 101? Oh my gosh! What other shows are on Nick? Like, why do um, I think of a single Nickel? Drake and Josh. Oh my gosh! Drake and Josh. That's a great theme song. That one is. That's. Wait. That was what? a great. Um, it, victorious oh my gosh oh victorious i don't feel like i watched that much but once again another big time rush okay another example i didn't watch victorious that much but what i did watch a victorious or recall were the jade and her hot boyfriend played oh, by Beck. Yeah. He's so Jay he might have been like because i just looked and nickelodeon came out or victorious was um 2010 to 2011 or Uh 2013 so i was like 12 to 15 yeah so it was like right when you're starting to like get horny (laughs) (laughs) this is pink time for me beck was like my sexual awakening like he he was like he still is there were like all the scenes of like him and jade and how they're so like off again but then on again and then it just that also relates back to the ashley tisdale zach efron of like i should not that show could not have come at a i feel like that show had some of the most like romance in it Mm -hmm. like victorious like that show should not have been out when i was in middle school like that was asking for something there but it wasn't it was also the fact that they casted hot people Cause like in yeah, Zoe but still fully age appropriate, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like in Zoe One Hundred and One, you like there's that love thing. But what was his name? Chase. Oh my god, he was, he was like so dorky. He was a yeah. Dork. So you couldn't yeah. be like. I mean, but you know, then in Zoe One Hundred and One, they had Logan, who Logan was like the was bad little, boy, yeah. and he ended up with Quinn, who was like the nerdy girl. I know. And that gave hope to nerdy girls like me across the country. It's euphoria. You, they were setting mm-hmm. the tone for Fez and Lexi. Yeah. Man, um, what? Wow. I remember, well, it sucks now because Drake Bell is, like, terrible. But Drake Bell was also True. definitely a oh yeah Heartthrob, for sure. Heartthrob. I remember I literally one time was watching Drake and Josh in our, um, in our kitchen 
or like our dining room on, we used to have a tv set in there and i was watching it and i had like the windows open in the kitchen and then drake bell said something like i thought was scandalous he was like it's an episode where he's telling this girl like she's like an exchange student and he's like oh do you know how to like operate the showers like i'll help you and i literally was like the windows are open and the neighbors can hear me listening sin. to this this sin uh great culture. um and other another... one neds oh, neds declassified yes yeah yes. that was a good one god what was and then he's like in love with that girl. Did they end up together? I don't remember. I think they did. Yeah. Whereas in iCarly, it was Freddie and Sam. They oh. loved an under. They loved an unexpected duo. They they loved the opposites attract plotline. Yeah, because that was also in Drake and Josh. Josh with his girly. Oh, you know what else? What Hannah Montana? <sighs> that he could be the one. Like you remember how they like hyped that up? It was like this Friday. Hannah Miley chooses between Jesse. Yes. Was it Jesse and Jake Ryan were their okay, names? I Jake think Jake Ryan, the little pop star, or the super yeah, the star. blondie boy. <sighs> that was you know, just... you know, it was that was, but then there was the bad boy, and then there was the unexpected duo of Oliver, and... Oliver and Lily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know what was so slept on was God. I'm saying a lot of things that make me sound like a pick me girl. I'm not trying to be a pick me girl, but in the Ham Montana movie. She, like, falls for this, like, country boy yeah, from, like, yeah. where her family's from. And then they never talk about it again. No. But, like, he was so cute in that movie, I remember. Yeah. Okay. And it just never. You know what? Like, with the way that they set up those unexpected duos or, like, opposites attract, they were setting up Sharpay and Troy mm. and the chemistry was there the chemistry was there I know Are you team he... Sharpay oh I'm team Sharpay a thousand percent you think about the I fact her name Sharpay like the more you think Sharpay. about that sorry so funny but like if you think about oh. it from the perspective of like this high schooler her and Ryan are so like oh we're gonna go to like music school one day like we need to like be prepared like we put all this time and effort in, like, we need to have our resumes ready. And then these little MFs that just, like, want to do it for funsies and don't really care come in and, like, steal the thunder. It's giving Axel Weber from TikTok. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. being like, why didn't I get it? It's like. I okay. Didn't. And listen, like, yes, for sure. It should have been Troy and, Ga- and Sharpay together. Um, but. The Zeke Sharpay storyline that was never developed, that really left something to be desired. They gave us that at the end. He, I loved him. I would have loved, I wanted more from him. Okay, and then um, trying to say And then, that then making Kelsey, Ryan straight. Yeah, Kelsey <laughs> and Ryan. Like, that boy had a different hat on. The, they were, have you seen the TikTok, Cody? That's like, that boy's gay, and I really believe that. Exactly! Exactly! But also... Also, that girl is gay, and I really believe that. Exactly. Yeah. Both the characters were, like, what's, like, the phrase, like, queer-coded? Like, they were very obviously. Very much so. And then Disney um, was like, hee-hee, just kidding, we're not there yet. We'll, like, display people that look like they could be, but we won't actually yeah. uh, do yeah. it. I used to have a Zac Efron dog tag necklace that was not, like, branded. It got my, like, best friend got her mom got us like all these necklaces like after high school musical one came out because it was like uh-huh. a huge deal like 
what high school musical was to like our generation like unmatched like you can't i can't think of something similar but after it came out we were all upset with Zac Efron and she found she got these dog tags but they were not like like disney merchandise like uh-huh. i'm pretty sure she got them from like ebay and they were literally dog tags with like a picture of Zac Efron printed on like a horrible headshot and then like times new roman and it just said yes. Zac Efron on the bottom yes. and i wore it daily can i tell you something insanely embarrassing so please uh remember like the j14 magazines oh my god of course first of all i had an entire wall yeah devoted who, to who among us high school musical hannah montana it was literally like floor yeah. to ceiling the entire thing zach afron josh hutcherson yes but specifically i also had taylor Lautner. oh specifically i also had a zach efron poster that i put on my ceiling so i could look up at it from my bed and I put a uh, a speech bubble out of it that said, I love you, Annie. Girl, you were horny. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. The girls that had J14 magazines, like those girlies, the, the J14 Tiger Bee to One Direction Stand Pipeline very very strong (laughs) because no then it went straight from my teen um obsession with like hannah montana high school musical then that kind of stretched into like i had to grow out of it because then i was like i'm 14 like i can't keep thinking this and then one direction came in and i was in there like i still watched them on iCarly and i was like I still, this is so embarrassing. I remember the first person to tell me about One Direction was we were at a church event and, and Anna Weber and I are like, that was like our, like a huge part of our friendship was One Direction. Yes. We were at a church event and our like older youth leader, her name was Hillary, was like, have you guys heard of One Direction? And we were like, what is that? She's like, it's this British boy band. And we were like, okay. Like I, and we like thought nothing of it. And then like years later. The chokeholds. God, I'm gonna listen to that on the way to work later. That is their albums. The first album, so good. But okay, the album. God, I lived my age, my age, and the timing of everything. Like for me to be in high school, and like to like, I was so obsessed with this boy in high school. Like most of my high school storyline is Mm -hmm. determined by him, in terms of my quote love life. And, like, for, like, I remember senior year, I was upset, senior and junior year, I was obsessed with the song Happier by One Direction. Yes. Or Happily, Happily. 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 That's one of my favorite ones. That is one of my favorite songs. And it was because I literally, when I listened to it, I literally still think of him. And, like, now it's, like, funny and nostalgic, but, like, in high school, I'm, like, driving and I'm, like, bawling. With the, like, CD actually playing because this was, like, oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. I remember one time, um, so I was like, first of all, Take Me Home, underrated album. I feel like people don't talk about it enough. They're mm. best. Mm. But mm-hmm. I remember one time, um, mm-hmm. I was like pretty deep into One Direction Tumblr, as makes sense for a lot of the, as well as just Tumblr in general for my high school years, which makes a lot of sense with why I am the person that I am today. Um, but, oh god take me home so good i'm like looking at it now i'm sorry so good but so i remember when live while we're young leaked first like tumblr got a hold of it and i 
downloaded like the leaked version which like sounds like it's literally being recorded from someone else yeah. playing it on a laptop and I remember I put it I that night it like leaked in the middle of the night I downloaded it I burned it to a CD so I could play it in my car and I was driving to school blasting it and then there was someone else also blasting it like nearby I could like hear it on the intersections and I was like what is happening Where are you? it's one of us <laughs> one of us one of us take me home is so good take me home is like pure serotonin yes rock me scandalized again horny <laughs> that God. Was, i also just like stand by like the wonder okay some of the most i remember where i was when zane left oh it i was, was walking after french class it was the... i was i know i could point to where i was in the hallway of my high school it was the day before my birthday he left the day before <laughs> my 19th birthday okay that is the energy you just gave <laughs> is the exact same energy as a very famous joe john will know exactly what i'm talking about a very famous quote from big brother where this guy sent this girl's like a friend home like in uh -huh. his alliance or he lied about her i think i think he in in terms of the game like just set up like a spread an insane rumor about her in the house and she was like on my daughter's birthday Exactly. She just kept being like, on my daughter's birthday. Exactly. He left the day before my birthday. It was spring break, so I was supposed to be having fun, relaxing that week. But I literally, so I used to clean my grandpa's house a lot for him. And I was cleaning my grandpa's house. And I literally had to, like, sit down in a chair there. And, like, I was processing it. And then I was like... I gotta go home. I like texted him. I was like, Grandpa, I can't finish today. Like <laughs> it's like the TikTok audio that's like, I'm having a fucking panic attack. Yeah, literally. And then like I go on Tumblr. Oh, I should go back to like my Tumblr. God, Tumblr. Oh my god. I'm gonna go look at my Tumblr right now. Let me see. I I look at mine sometimes. It's pretty fun. Um it's still up and I don't think I'm ever gonna Oh my god, it. yeah, same. I don't think I did anything too bad on there, so I'm not Oh no, like, I got logged out. You got locked out? Logged out. I don't know my login info. Oh, That's I don't know good. my login info, but my page is still up. Oh, I don't know if I could find my page. God, the Tumblr chokehold that had on me and Anna. Anna and I used to write fan fiction to each other. Did I tell you that? No way. My friend and I used to write fan fiction to each other, like, about, like, this insane mythological world that, like, we existed in and that our friends existed okay, in. Okay, ours wasn't that weird. No, dude. Ours was, like, One Direction fanfic. Dude, there's so many things that it's just, like, you were... We also were... used to read fan fiction on Tumblr together and, like, die and laugh and stuff at how insane it was. Uh -huh. And we also were very into hockey in high school. And... Interesting. There would be fan fiction. There are these two brothers. There's where we were obsessed with the Dallas Stars. She loved this one player. I love this other player. Him and his brother were both on the team. He, the brother no longer is. But there would be fan fiction like about the brothers, like <gasps> sleeping together. Like, we would that read them so... and like piss ourselves. Oh my God. Okay. So I went back to my first, to the farthest reaches of my Tumblr archive. And let me just tell you. So this is from December 2011 is when I first got on Tumblr.com. Oh, no. And my first five posts, first one is a Harry Potter gif. 
Second one is a Doctor Who, like, fandom thing. Third one, a John Green novel quote. No, jail immediately. Fourth one, Drake and Josh gif. Fifth one, gif from 500 Days of Summer. Jesus. That... Like looking okay, at that, I'm, I'm, I'm trying like, to log into my email. I don't know. Sense. Anyway, do you not remember well, your yeah? Um, okay, well, account name. I had two. Oh, I might know one. Let me see if I can look this up. I had a rebrand, of course. I was telling. Um, my first one was a was a a Bible reference. Nice. I was. Telling, oh my god! Here's one. This was my artsy era, though. <laughs> I was telling hey, you. I repinted stuff two years ago. I had to go through a brief Tumblr refase. Oh, same. I did too, like three years ago. Um, I was telling Here's Chris mine. the other day, I was like, things are like so weird with the way that I am as a person, like, and how my things back then still reflect my things now. So like when I was on Tumblr, I was friends with this girl that had like a really big One Direction stan account, but like I followed her on her like offshoot account that was like Bright Eyes themed, and then we would like talk about Bright Eyes and I was like okay okay it's actually this tumblr kind of pops off i'm sorry i was in my preppy era i will say that oh it kind of pops off though low-key okay let me do one more thing i I remember that i think my account was like she's clothed in strength and dignity nice that is that was a classic for that era yeah we knew no other bible verses Oh my god. I No, was see, really... I can't look that up on Tumblr because that's just going to pull up a bunch of like religious Tumblrs, but not my account. Anyway, should we, now that we've talked about um, oh, content that ourselves. our podcast is not about for 20 minutes, um, should we get into, okay, well, I've not looked at Reddit to see if there's any Tumblr tea because, or any, whoops, any Bachelor tea because I did not watch this week, but is there any tea? Um, no, not that I'm aware of. I saw Caitlin um, Bristow make a really cringe post about, like, how emotional and depressed she is. But then it was, like, she, like, it was about her emotions and stuff but the, and, like, her struggle, which is fine. But then she, uh-huh. like, brought up the Ukrainian, like, the the – what do we call it? Are we calling it a, a war? war? Or a, it's a war. A, a, I saw something that was, like, don't call it this. Okay, so, anyway, I just don't want to say the wrong thing. But, I like, it, she somehow was, like, I am so depressed, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm praying for – uh, those in Ukraine, I can't imagine what they're going through. And I'm like, how are we making this about what are we doing here? Anyway, people are very good at being like, how can I make this about me? Mm-hmm. So they're like, I know, like, I don't know. It's, it's odd. Um, what was I going to say with that? Oh, another piece of tea. What's the name of that girl with um, two twins? Not two twins. She has two kids. Jade, Carly. Um, uh... You're going to get me more the than that. The blonde one. She has two kids, and, like, her thing was being a single mom to two kids. Oh, Amanda. Amanda. She went brunette as well. Interesting. So all the girlies the are The Bachelor Nation's brunette era? It is the brunette era. It's very interesting. That's because of euphoria. Um, no, no one wants to be blonde. No one wants to be blonde. Everyone's team Maddie. Exactly. Um, and then, what else? Uh, Demi said she, did you see Demi said that she was diagnosed with autism? Interesting. I did not see that. Yeah. Yeah. She said that. And so I'm like, you know what? 
I'm glad that you're sharing this with everyone, Miss Demi. Yeah. I like Demi. I know Demi is like a controversial figure for a lot of people. I like Demi generally. She just says yeah. some stupid shit sometimes. Yeah. She says things that are not correct, but I think that for the most part. She's a pretty... I also think she that like, she... I just, my only thing is that she like wore that... Like, she's a pot stirrer, which is fine. I don't really have yeah. issue with that. It's when she, like, wore that jacket, like, yeah. two years ago. Yeah. and then was, like, The Confederate flag on it, and it was, like, girl. Friends. We all been knew that you're not supposed yeah. to wear that. You knew at that point. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that there's really any other, at least for me, major issues with Miss Demi. Um, I think that's all the tea I can think of thus far. Well, actually, um, they announced the lineup of guys for bachelor live on stage i saw we that were so close to having apologies you we were so close to having to sit through a connor b night i could not <laughs> i would not i think that if it was connor b I'd god be like, that sounds horrible I'd be like, you know what Haley? i don't know yeah that actually sounds horrible huh um but anywho shall we get into the up yeah, let's do it. I do know who goes home. Okay. But that's, After, like, all I know. And I know that Gabby's grandpa was, like, intense, and I think that's all I know. Interesting. Okay, wait, Haley, did we – so you just sent me your Tumblr. Did we, like – I feel like we probably followed each other or at least knew of each other because I followed Anna. Probably because of Anna, yeah. I should go back probably. and see if, like, I follow you. Because right, I recognize your name. But that also used to be your – blog name yeah 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 um, that was in my influencer era. <laughs> her tcu prepster influencer era okay anyhow so we're on to hometowns um and i would just like to say yet again i don't know who any of these people are none of these people i have somehow watched every single episode of this show and i could not we tell know you. so little i i I know so little, especially Gabby is a nurse. Well, okay. Here's the thing. What I know about Gabby, I love. Gabby is hands down my favorite person from this season. Yeah, same. She's a nurse. Hopefully she's the next Bachelorette. She's a nurse and um, she's the one that's like had a hard time with her. I'm obsessed with that. She had a hard time with like her mom's. Yeah. Like her relationship with her mom. Rachel, all I know about Rachel is that she's a flight instructor. Yeah. I think what I know was her, like, trauma Gabby. story? I think I know the most about Gabby. We know a lot about Susie. We know a lot about Susie. Um, and then, well, well. Susie's the one that's dad was sick. Her dad was sick, oh, remember? Right, right, right. And then yeah, Serene, we, like, really. Serene, her cousin, died. We know that about her, and she's a teacher. The way that we're just listing their trauma. Well, we're like, what do we know about her? They, like, give these women time Yeah, I feel do. like we know the least about Rachel. Yeah. Rachel. But yet I Sorry, think every that, time I say it, I think of that video. But yet I think that Rachel's the front runner. IMO. I agree. Um, okay, so anyhow, we're into hometowns. He basically starts off the app being like, everything is going so well. Blah blah blah. Classic. Like, yeah, because you're the most like agreeable person on the planet. Yeah. And these are all like the most agreeable people on the planet as well. So yeah. obviously there isn't an issue with anyone. But we start off with little Miss Susie's. Well, Miss Susie Q's, um, and we go to her hometown in Virginia. It's like kind of, I think, Virginia Beachy. I don't even know anything about Virginia, so sorry. Apologies to that place. Um, but for the date, we go to, oh, frick, is it? Let me make sure. I don't want to be 
insensitive and call it the wrong thing. Um, okay. She is trained in jujitsu. I wanted to call it Susie. I wanted to call it the correct. Yeah, why can't she do? I know. Yeah. Um, but so we get there and she's like, yeah, this is something that's like a really big part of my life. And like, it made me learn to like see my body as like a weapon. essentially. Okay. I love that. That makes you want to cry. Yeah. And being like, yeah. So it was a very good, I like her. She's so sweet. She's so nice. She has not presented anything to me that I'm of concern with. Yeah, but I agree. She takes him to a jiu-jitsu class and there are three moves that they practice. So the first one is flipping. So they're going to learn to flip Clayton. Um, they're going to learn choking, in particular choking uh, with her thighs. Um, and then the third one is a move called shrimping, which is where you kind of like recoil in like a little shrimp shape from a person. So which one of those do you think is the thorn of moves? G- great effort. I'm going to say I think shrimping is the fake one. No, shrimping is real. And they didn't even seem to realize it before they got there. Like, it was kind of a, like, off-the-cuff thing of the jujitsu man being like, and this move is shrimping. And they're like, it's what? 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 Um, but so they do that and then they go and they have their little picnic. It's all nice and agreeable, all sweet. They don't eat anything per usual Classic. as we see in these dates. Um, and she talks to him about how like she was worried that like she opens up a little bit more about her dad being sick and was like, yeah, I was really worried like that I was going to lose him and then like not have him to like walk me down the aisle. And so she kind of opens up a little bit about that. Um, and then we get to go meet her family. They're all sweet and cute. And of course, there's like kind of an extra focus on her dad. And mm-hmm. so she goes with her dad. She has like a heart to heart with him, like saying that she was like worried she was going to lose him. And then the dad goes and talks to Clayton. He tells her, tells him that like Susie is like essentially like a little sweet angel like he's like yeah one night when I was like really sick like Susie was at my bedside the entire time and like wouldn't leave and so that's very sweet uh, but everything mm-hmm. goes along super super smooth They're that's really very good. sweet but also if you have a good relationship with your dad like wouldn't that be the case you know yeah like I like that I think that's very sweet but it's kind of like yeah if you if you have a good relationship with your parents and you live in the same place as them that's probably how it's gonna be yes yeah Um, but so that's the end of the date all's good okay it's nice there that's literally like the essence I feel like that's how it goes it either goes like there's never like an okay like family thing it's like hometown it's always like either like it's either really really bad or it's like i love that this is it you know exactly um but then next we get to who goes next let me see i think it's maybe serene yeah okay um before i do this i want to go into um there are three 
very interestingly named locations that are visited throughout the next three dates. So those locations are Proposal Rock, the Tunnel of Love, and the Kissing Tree. I'm going to say Proposal Rock is the lie. Incorrect, Miss Ma'am. Is it Tunnel of Love? Tunnel of Love, yes. Um, that was almost what I said. Yes, but so next we go to Serene. So she does not visit the Tunnel of Love or uh, Proposal Rock or the Kissing Tree. They go bungee jumping. And apparently this is like something that... This is like the first time we got to see Clayton show like anything beyond just being like a nice sweet person like he's apparently terrified of heights and so the entire time he was like shaking and freaking out and like obviously very scared um but he ended up going through it and serene went through it as well like there's this one part that's actually pretty funny where he's like terrified to walk across this bridge and like does it so slow and he gets to the end and then he's like oh like okay serene like come on over and she just walks across like it's nothing yeah there's like a lot of people who are very afraid of like who are more afraid of bungee jumping than like um skydiving like i feel like there are a lot of people who like bungee jumping freaks them out very specifically interesting i don't know if it's like i feel like it must be the like the something being attached to something holding all your weight yeah Yeah. i feel like has to be the component that freaks people out very interesting i say like it's a lot of people i don't know that but i just was watching Mary at first sight this week and the guy was like she was like, I'm going to take you bungee jumping. And he was like, I would rather go skydiving than bungee jumping. And I do feel like I've seen other things where people are ex- like specifically afraid of bungee jumping. Interesting. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd get that. I think I'd be scared of both of them. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being honest. I think bungee jumping seems less enjoyable in terms of the, like, I guess I don't know how it works, but like you jump and then isn't there kind of like a. You ricochet. Yeah, that part just doesn't sound like fun that. to me. I would not like that. Like, that makes me sound like I'm going to – that makes me feel nauseous. That makes me feel like it's going to definitely, like, make me hurt myself. Like, I hurt my shoulder the other day literally just, like, rotating it barely. So I think I would definitely, like, snap something out of – Yeah. Out of space. But, okay. So they go bungee jumping and then – um, I forgot what they did for their date, a little portion or, like, sit-down portion, but – wasn't anything super crazy and then they go to her family and one thing that I did love about her family so they're all very sweet but her brother is there and he talks like President Barack Obama oh yeah you yeah, said that yeah. did I send you it she had you him texted say, me yeah she had him say my American like to the American people or like something like that as we were watching it, we were all like, what What does he sound like? Who does he sound like? And then all of a sudden, like, I closed my eyes and I was like, that's President Barack Obama. That's him right here on The Bachelor. We got him. Uh- there, I remember on Tasha season, she went home to Ben, who was like the guy that everyone was obsessed with. And his like hometown was his sister and this like very famous chef from top chef or food Uh network or something Uh and i just was like i just was thinking like if there's been any other like 
you know, because a lot of people that get picked for The Bachelor are like famous adjacent or like yeah. influencer adjacent. Yeah. And so I'm like, have there been any others? I was just thinking like, imagine going, obviously this would never happen, but like going to a hometown, it's Obama. Like, I just was thinking like, was like if there's been any other Obama. like run-ins with kind of celebrities. I'm this, I can't even talk like him. Um, I'm like Barack Obama's your uncle. And yeah, I'm just thinking of run-ins, or I'm just thinking of if my if I went on the show and did hometowns, like the way my brothers would like not, they would not be into it. Like they would do it and they would ask questions, but they would not be on board. Yeah, I feel like yeah. they'd be very like this is a joke. I feel like if you do The Bachelor and you made it to hometowns, I'm just personally inserting myself. Into oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of my brothers, I do my parents and you. Exactly. Yeah, like you're bachelor co-host come on i wonder if they have a limit like if you have a lot of siblings or something and they're all married like i bet they well, don't let you take all of them remember because i was just thinking about this remember luke key's date it was like no, every person he went had to ever church. met <laughs> oh yeah forgot about that god they really really beat a dead horse with that i need to that i need to rewatch was... that season i think that season's on something yes i really want to watch re- i really want to rewatch ari's that's my current um goal for things i think when we finish euphoria i want to go to ari because i feel like that one was just classic yeah um okay but so she kind of serene sits down with her mom she like tells her mom about like the firefly gift oh my god there is oh my gosh you can watch it on hbo oh good good hannah browns i can't speak to let me look it up for you keep going keep going ari's is on hulu i believe um, but so she sits down, she tells her mom, like her mom's to kind of like be like fireflies, what? And then she's like, you know, like the story. And then she's like, oh, so then that kind of also like, I don't know. Did we talk about this where it's like, I don't know. It just felt like a little weird, the whole mm-hmm. like bringing up, like, I think it was like something that she like mentioned to producers because obviously, like, having a death in your family is going to affect you. But I wonder if they're really just kind of, like, eating it in, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah. That was kind of interesting. Um, but then that day, it also goes well. Everyone ends up liking him. He leaves. That's how all of these go. Interesting. Um, and, which is funny, because obviously, like, the ad tries to make it seem like he like gets into like a fight with like Rachel's dad or something like that but mm-hmm. really doesn't and then we go to Gabby who Gabby was my favorite hometown date by far so they're in Denver where she was apparently like a Denver Bronco cheerleader not she was a Denver Bronco she was a linebacker she, she played for the Denver Broncos she played for the Denver Broncos she actually played against Clayton one time and tackled him and since then, he that's actually why he retired from football mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the injury was so bad. Because Gabby is so strong. Um, and so, with that, they go on a hike, and this hike is where they come across love no proposal rock, which is just like that's not a real thing and also people realize they're like wow there's all these like convenient location signs 
in these outdoor areas that seems to still have like fresh paint on them and that are written in the same style. So like production literally like went and got a piece of driftwood and like painted crap on. Um, but they go to Proposal Rock and he like practices proposing or whatever. And then we go to her family. And so for her family, um, her dad isn't able to be there because his long-term girlfriend has cancer and so they were really concerned with covid Mm -hmm. obviously like and it was like one of the first times i feel like this entire season that we've actually discussed covid (laughs) like i feel like it hasn't been discussed at all but um gabby you know tells clayton she's like yeah you know like his girlfriend has cancer so like they really just want to be safe with covid and so he's not going to be able to make it like i know he would love to be here but it's just not the way that it's gonna happen right now and then he is like yeah you know like that makes complete sense like we're in a pandemic like you just got to be safe and i was like this is the first time we have talked about covid in eons on this show yeah um and so then it's her aunt her uncle her grandpa and like maybe a cousin in there Um, but no mom but no mom no mom Mm. I don't think that she's in contact with her mom Mm -hmm. because I think it sounds like there's like there was a divorce and maybe yeah something happened but yeah so she's not in contact with her mom or at least not close enough with her to have her on the show yeah um but then we get to her family is so sweet I love them it was actually like this was my favorite hometown I know I said that before but her grandpa is the cutest little like quirky grandpa he like pulls aside Clayton and he's talking to her talking to him about Gabby and he's like you know she's been a dingbat since the day we met her and then he's like a lovable dingbat and I just I also think it's very funny to say like she's been a dingbat since the day we met her when she was an infant born Uh, (laughs) she was fresh out of the womb she was What's her grandpa? Do you know? Was her grandpa her dad's dad? Or not that it matters. I'm I, just curious. I assume it's her dad's dad. But yeah, I, don't I assume know. too. I was just wondering. Yeah, but so they like, and they're such a little funny family. Like, remember her, her little gag um, for coming out of the limo was the pillow with Clayton's face on it, and then being mm-hmm. like something, something sit on your face. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But so she tells her family that. And they all like think it's super funny. Hilarious! That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so it's that's just, how my family would be. Yeah, so it's just like a really sweet, fun family. And obviously, like she's talking about, like, yeah, you know, like I really wish Dad could be here, but like this makes sense. Like we have to keep him safe. And they've been like, at least also, especially like right now when everyone's been flying around, like they've been all over the place. Conscious, yeah, yeah. And there's been so many people probably in the production crew, or at least like aligned with the show that like. It makes sense. You got to be precautious. And they're not doing like the, it's not like they're like quarantining after that international flight before going to this. Like, no. Um, But so then Gabby hears like a honk and she goes outside and her dad is in like, he like pulls up in a truck and he does like the like love actually sign thing. Yeah, just being like, Gabby, like, I love you so much. I wish I could be here. Like, I'm I'm really excited to hopefully one day meet Clayton. Like, I love you. And it's just so sweet. And she's like, 
bawling as this is happening oh my gosh i can't imagine yeah and like think about that like at that point like you haven't seen your parents in yeah five weeks or had any contact with them either and yeah and like your dad like if she's probably i'm assuming very close with her dad given that she's not close yeah with her mom yeah yeah exactly um but then so then they have their little love actually moment it's really sweet and then she comes back inside and she's like crying and but like it's a happy cry Um, yeah and they're like what happened she's like it was dad um and they're all just really sweet they were really really sweet family and i don't know i also love you know when they show like different families like families that are yeah like their their chosen family yeah Yeah, exactly the like mom and pop thing um so they're sweet date ends it was a good time and then we go to rachel so now we're in i almost just said the worst place in the world but florida i mean it's up there it's no no hate to the people in florida i just simply cannot cannot contend with the way that it's like super hot but also super humid mm-hmm. and like raining and also like when i i've only been to florida a few times but one of the things that just like i just feel like there's a lot of driving in florida and mm-hmm. a lot of lines there's it's just an interesting place and now i'm not what well, yeah yeah so that's how I feel about Florida. Um, but so they go to like a Florida swamp, which is especially scary because Florida is like the Australia of the United States where like every single thing in that place is trying to kill you in some way. Um, and so they go to this like swamp or I don't know, that's probably it's probably like a park. And I'm being mean, but to me, I'm like, there is a potential that there's an alligator in here. So this is a swamp. Like, yeah, this is, and it's, it's pretty beautiful, but I also am like, you're probably getting bit by mosquitoes. Rachel's hair oh, is yeah. obviously you're getting sweating like frizzy horribly. from the humidity. Rachel's also losing her voice. So like, she's trying to do. Oh yeah. I heard about thing, that. But it's like really hoarse. Um, and so they go on this like clear canoe canoeing down this river which i'm like literally any i i don't know if this is just like too midwestern of me but i'm like any body of water in florida could have an alligator in it yeah so unless it is clear, it feel like that crazy of an assumption to me but no so unless it is clear like i'm not going in that and that's also how i feel about the ocean i'm also petrified of the ocean as you should be the ocean's terrifying ocean's terrifying and i'm also petrified of lakes because one time my sister told me that all of the oceans and no all of the lakes and rivers in the u.s are connected via an underwater tunnel so sharks can get inside lakes and since then i'm just too scared okay okay we got some water phobia over here yeah do you know how to swim I failed um, Guppy three times at the YMCA swim class. The third time, I was so upset. My sisters took me to Burger King to, like, cheer me up. And in the Burger King, they were playing Rocket Man by Elton John. And I heard, and I think it's gonna be a long, long time. And I was like, I'm never 
if I've got a passive copy, and I burst into tears. Okay, I've seemed to unlock some. I've seemed to have unlocked something here. I apologize for that. It all goes back. Um, but yeah. So maybe it's just me and my like fears of bodies of water. But yeah, I I can be on them. I don't like being in them. Yeah. Um. So. Unless it's clear. So they're like going through this clear canoe, whatever, and they stumble on this thing called like Lover's Beach. And it's right next to like the kissing tree. And she tries to present it as like this like age old thing, like, oh, it's the kissing tree. But it, again, it has like fresh paint on the side. Everyone from Florida's like, we've never heard yeah, of that. Everyone's like, I've never heard of that. And then they go swimming in Lover's Beach, which I would not do that at all i'd be like yeah i would like to live um and then they go to her family and so her family this like whole time has been like the promo piece because it's like oh yeah dad is her dad is like the tough guy like he's not gonna lie he's gonna be so mean um but we get there and it's her mom and her dad and her two best friends and so one of them is um she kind of goes aside with one of her friends, and her friend, I kind of love him, um, he described it later as a kiki with her, so. I saw a TikTok that was, it was his TikTok, yeah, and yeah. he posted it, and it was like, it was that audio, it's like, it was like, the caption was like, me when I call it a kiki, and then the audio was the one where it's like, that boy's gay, and I do believe yes, that. Yeah, so that was fun, he was fun, um, her friends were cute, and then we go to, I, I have no problems with Rachel, I don't really know anything about her, but she clearly has a connection with him. I feel like they have, like, the most sexual chemistry out of anyone that's left. Like, at all times, they are really going for it. They are Ashley Tisdale and Zac Efron in that episode mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, Sweet Life of Zac mm-hmm, Cody. Mm-hmm. Great. That's perfect. Thank you. Everything comes back. Um, and then we get to her dad. And so her dad... Like, he at first seems kind of gruff while he's talking to Clayton, but then clearly, like, they have, like, a pretty good conversation where he's like, yeah, I'm aware that, like, someone's gonna get, like, hurt at the end of this, like, blah, 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 really like your daughter, all that stuff. And then her dad just, like, comes around to Clayton. He's like, you know what? Like, if she seems okay with this, like, I'll give you, like, a handshake at the end of the night. And then they go and they like talk to the family a little bit more and then yeah. the game goes to leave. He gives him a handshake and they like make a big deal out of it because it's like, oh wow, he's signifying he's okay with yeah. giving away his blessing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we go to the rose ceremony. So rose ceremony, he's like, I don't know what I wanna do. And we're all Did like Did you have any idea? I feel like a lot of times in hometowns you don't. I felt like I had an idea. I because I also was doing, still thinking about my detective work from last yeah. week. From the hometowns, did you feel that? Or just thinking, I think these three are the five. Like, it yeah, wasn't it was like a, that hometown wasn't as strong. It was yeah. just like, I think these three have to be the final three. Okay, yeah, exactly. Curious. Yeah, there wasn't like a thing of like, yeah, this hometown is clearly stronger. Or like, yeah, there's yeah. like something. He's questioning here. things now. Yeah, no, he felt, he seems on a pretty similar level with all of them. And so then 
obviously for the people at home, Serene gets sent home. And so he walks out Serene and like she tries to ask like what happened and like he really doesn't have anything. He's like, yeah, classic. It's just like, yeah, the relationships are stronger and that's it. Um, and now we go into next week. So we can talk a little bit about like our our feelings on next week's vibes. My theory because next week is when it happens. Next week, well, next week is a two night event. A tell all and yeah, then tell all and um, fantasy suites. So also, guess who I found out gets a hot seat? Who at Women Tell Sally? What? Yeah, that's a dumb women yeah. tell all. The tell alls get dumber and dumber. Yeah, last tell all was like someone from like Jerry Springer produced it and it was very odd. Um, but my thoughts on what happens. So from the promo, you kind of see that he has like this date with Susie where she appears to like walk off like upset about something. And she says something to the effect of like, I don't think it's like too much to ask like the person I want to marry to not sleep with other people before we get engaged. Which we're just going back to the age old bachelor. The thing is, is that Susie, it's not too much to ask in a normal relationship. This is it normal. This is how the show has always worked. And like, I don't really feel sympathy. I'm sorry. No, because it just goes back to like, I get it. Like, it's a conversation that you need to have with that person. But like, also, if it really, every single season, I talk about these two. Peter and Maddie, it just takes me back to that where it's like they yeah. both have a boundary and there is no middle ground on it, but they yeah. want the other person to get to the middle ground. And it's like, no, neither of you are wrong in I having. Think, those. I know. I feel like that is adulthood. Like yeah. part of adulthood is learning that that happens with the relate. Like I'm watching Married at First Sight and yeah. there's this couple and like he is kind of a chauvinist and just like wants like a he wants someone who will cook and clean for him basically. Yeah. And like they connect on so many like other levels, but he can't get over that. Like that's not her strength. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, you either need to let go of that or it's never going to work. Exactly. Like you're, you, if that's what, if that is so important to you that you want that, then this isn't going to work. Even though you guys connect on like an emotional and like, like level and you have this great yes. connection if that's something that is so important to you yeah it's over yes and, and that's sad that's the sad part of like adult relationships yeah. is like you can have all of these things but there are certain things that can break it yeah and like there's nothing wrong with either of them for like no there's nothing wrong with maddie mm-hmm. for wanting to wait until marriage to have sex there's yeah nothing wrong with peter peter having sex having yeah sex it's just the fact that like they both have to be on the same level and yeah. it's not fair to ask either of them to concede to the to other ki- one. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you just need to accept at that point. Yeah. That, like, Compromise in relationships has to do with, like, things that are less important. But if those two things are important to you, then, yeah, you yeah. can't compromise. Exactly. So then it appears that that is kind of the issue with Susie, I think. At least that's how they're presenting it, where she doesn't want him to sleep with other people in the fantasy suites. Um, and so, you know what? Like, I don't know. I think. Yeah. Like, I get it. I definitely see from all ends, like, how that can be frustrating. But then you also have to think about how they're, like, still exploring these relationships. Like, they don't know for certain. And so for a lot of people, like, that intimacy part needs to be, like, explored before an engagement. So I don't know. 
it's really like literally like a rock in a hard place basically <laughs> um but yeah. the way that it's presented i think the way it's going to go down i think they leave susie for last and i think that they kind of mm-hmm. mess with her mind a little bit because i mean right now like he is taking rachel to the fantasy suite those two have been all over each Eager. other my question (laughs) wait my question and maybe you don't know this from the previews is Mm. is Susie, are they like is she okay with them having sex but she doesn't want him to do that with anyone else i think so see that to me like i'm already like i don't think you can ask of that in this show but then that to me i'm like that doesn't make sense to me yeah or i don't know i'm trying to remember i feel like there was some there might have been some like oh like sex is for like a committed partnership type thing, but yeah. I don't really remember for certain if that happens. But, yeah, I don't, or I don't know, they really just show her being like, I don't think it's too much to ask, like, your yeah. fiancé not sleep with other people. So I don't know if she's saying, like, I want to wait with you, or, like, it's okay with me, but, like, you better not have slept with other people. Yeah. Which, if they leave her for the last, that's really messed up to do with her. Especially yeah. knowing that that would make her uncomfortable, because then she literally has to like ask him on their fantasy suite night like yeah did you have sex with other people oh that's something that like makes me really upset and you can't undo that now because it's already happened and you didn't know before that that was something that was going to be like a problem for me so yeah um but the way i think about it i think they're saving Susie for last and they are doing like the mental mind warp thing with her that they have been doing lately where they put the women together so they can talk mm-hmm. about their dates or like come back the morning after or whatever. And I think it gets in Susie's head that he could have potentially slept with the other people. So she kind of goes in a little bit hot on the day mm-hmm. and she gets upset at him and basically will self eliminate because he slept with the other women. And she's just like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that because she self-eliminates, she doesn't show up to the rose ceremony. So it is mm-hmm. Rachel and Gabby waiting for her to show up. And then up. he has to explain. And then he has to explain. And he can't just be like, Susie self-eliminated. He has to, like, yeah. tell them why. Because at this point, like, this is someone that they're friends with. So he has to tell them why. And he's like, Susie self-eliminated because, like, our relationship wasn't able to get to this point. Or, like, because she was upset that this happened. And also, like, I need to tell you then, like that if this is going to be an issue, like, I slept with both of you as well, or, like, I was intimate with both of you as well, because I was in love with all three of you, like, I wanted to explore that, and then I think from there we get to Rachel and Gabby being really upset. They're not upset about, like, maybe they're still upset about him sleeping with all of them, with which at that point is the two of them. No, I think it's the in love thing. It's the in love thing. I think that's where they're really going to be like, what the fuck? So that's my hypothesis. Okay, I have to go. Okay. Sorry. No worries. But that's, that's great. Right we ended right on time. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Well, beautiful. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys.